0: You're listening to It's Getting Better, a podcast about mental health, hope, and overcoming challenges. While this podcast is not intended to replace medical advice or professional help, we hope that the stories and experiences shared by young people can help you on your journey of getting better. I'm your host, Kate, and today I am so, so excited to have Addy here with me. Addie's a sophomore at the University of Utah, and I'm thrilled that she reached out to tell her mental health story. And so, Addie, I'm just gonna let you dive into it and Why don't you start? You told me you were adopted, so why don't you start there? Yeah.
1: So again, I am Addie Huff, and I am a sophomore at the University of Utah, like Kate mentioned. And I am from Utah County area. I grew up there, so yes, I am adopted, and I have two younger brothers as well that are adopted. So we are um, all adopted from Alabama, but we are actually all from different families. And we actually did a DNA test a couple of years ago, and we found out that um, we are kind of like related through like second cousins. So that's really fun. And it was really cool to find that out. Um, so yeah, I, I came here as just a little baby and I've grown up in Utah, um, my whole entire life. Yeah.
0: We chatted a little bit before, and you mentioned that being adopted and, and growing up in an area that's very predominantly white had a big impact on your mental health. So will you tell us more about that?
1: So my mental health growing up was um, kind of altered by being in a white community, and it was one of the hardest things that I have gone through and watching my brothers go through it as well. It's something that really um, takes a toll on the way you view yourself and the way that you view um, the community around you. So I felt like growing up, I had no one to look up to um, that looked like me, and I I was very ashamed of who I was and I was not comfortable in my own skin. And I um, actually tried using my mom's foundation to make me white at one point. And I just really did not like who I was. And I, I was depressed at some points as well. Yeah. It was a really hard time. And I feel like When I was going through that, it was hard because I was like trying to figure out my identity, right? But at the same time, I hated my identity. So it was kind of this like push and pull and it was super confusing. And while that was, it was super tough and I would never go back to that time, it definitely made me grow as a person. Looking back now, I can see that I didn't have a good grip on my mental health and how important it was, right? I just felt like I was not good enough and I felt sad and I didn't know why. And it just kind of like kept spiraling. But as I got older, I was kind of able to take a hold of that. And when I was about 14, 15, I started working on my confidence And I created an Instagram account on confidence. Confidence is something that I have to work towards every day. I feel like everybody kind of has their um, ups and downs with that. But I was able to really like dig deep with who I am and who I want to become um, because of those trials. And also more importantly, I feel like it really allowed me to be a model for the other diverse populations in Utah County as well, because there isn't a lot of us, right? I think sometimes we feel as though we are alone and mental health in in itself feels scary and alone. So to add on top of being the only diverse person in my community, it was so hard, but I am able now to kind of advocate and push to help others feel and know that they're not alone.
0: I mean, what an amazing story. And I love that you've taken these like incredibly hard uh, situations that you grew up in and you've come to a point where you can share and uh, be a role model and be a resource for other people because you said that you didn't have that growing up and now you're 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 doing that for someone else. I think it's it's so fantastic. Tell me a little bit more about, you know, being a role model for confidence and how, how you develop that in yourself and then how you're sharing that with other people.
1: Yeah. So one thing that I always try to keep in mind is that nobody has it perfect, right? And I think that especially now in this day and age, it's so easy to look at influencers on TikTok and Instagram and just look at people around us and 100% assume that just because they are showing up, maybe that day is confident we kind of take that as like, oh, they're always confident and everything is always perfect. But one thing that I've learned with confidence is it's something that you have to work towards every single day. And it's something that's within, right? When I first started working on confidence, I kind of approached it as more of a, oh, confidence is, um, that I I know I look good and more of like an outer, right? But I've kind of learned as I got, as I've gone older, that confidence is so, has so many more layers to it. And sometimes confidence means showing up to that job interview, even though you're so nervous or, meditating before bed because you know that you want to be a better person and you know that it's going to help you in your mental health. Right. I think that confidence looks so different for each person. And so that's kind of one thing that I've learned I also have learned that confidence is really something that you take with you throughout your whole life, right? Kind of like going with what I said in the beginning, it's not something that you kind of just acquire and then you're set. I wish that's how it was, but it's not. And so I think just kind of taking a step back from the outside noise about what confidence is and make it really your own because it looks different for every single person.
0: I think that's so, so true. And I think we, you know, we, we make confidence a lot smaller than it is. Like you were saying, it's very outward. It's like being, you know, proud of what you look like. And, and that's definitely part of it, but it's also being comfortable in who you are and being comfortable sharing that with other people and being comfortable and confident in your ability to grow. And like you were saying, meditating, becoming a better person. I think it's easy to kind of get in these traps of like, I will never get better. And it takes confidence to get past that and say, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm confident enough in myself and my own abilities that I will be able to get to a point where, where I am who I want to be. You've talked about how you struggled with confidence. And I don't think that's a unique issue. Like, frankly, I know I know so many, especially like young girls who that is such a hard thing. And it's a problem. And I don't know that it's a bigger problem than it used to be, but it's definitely a problem that we're talking about more and that is more, you know, out in the open. So why do you think that is? And and what can we do about it?
1: First of all, I really value our generation. I think that people are becoming more comfortable with talking about mental health and talking about confidence, which is a huge step, right? But I also think with social media, it's so easy to see both sides of things, right? We can see people who are being real and raw, but then um, we're also so susceptible to seeing people who kind of just only show the perfect highlights of their life, right? And I think that that's a big issue. I think that people take those small bits, they see these small bits of people, other people's lives, and they start to compare to their own. Oh, I don't have this. I'm not doing this. My life is not good because I am not living up to this other person's standard. And I think that one thing Really important lesson, one that I have recently learned is that everybody's path looks different, right? And everybody's mental health path looks so, so, so different. And we can see someone on the street, right? And they're smiling, but we don't know what's behind closed doors. And our generation with social media, it's so, so easy to kind of just turn a blind eye almost and just to assume And I think that if we are able to kind of take a step back and first of all, realize that everyone's path looks different. And second of all, that everyone kind of has something that they struggle with. That's something that's really helped me with mental health is kind of understanding that I'm not alone and that there's so many other people out there. And it's something that I think is hard for our generation to kind of grasp because I think that. We kind of assume that people if people are struggling with mental health, we're kind of like, oh, then they should be like, you know, posting about it or something. And and then when they're not, we kind of just assume everything's fine. And so, you know, to kind of take a step back and to just accept your own journey and to um, just be compassionate for yourself and other people as well.
0: Your journey is real, whether or not you're sharing it on social media, like what you were saying, like, oh, if they're if they're struggling, they should share it. They should advocate for it. And sometimes that's true, but that's not a requirement of getting better inside of yourself. That's not something you have to share on social media for it to be true and a valid part of your journey. You talked about realizing that you're not alone in your struggles. I'd love to hear more about like how you came to that realization over time, how that's changed your mindset maybe, and where you were able to to see that and learn that.
1: I don't remember like an exact turning point when I realized... I wasn't alone, but I just remember having this sense. I remember I was struggling really badly with something and I reached out to a friend and I remember just that empathy that they gave me was so, so helpful. And it was just eye opening to me that sometimes people might not be able to completely relate to how you're feeling, but there's always so many people out there who are willing to just sit with you and sit with that. I also think that I have been able to kind of see friends and people that I went to high school with open up a little bit more on Instagram and social media about their mental health journey, which again, that is not a requirement for mental health. You deal with it in your own ways. And if you're comfortable to talk about them, that's great. But I just remember kind of seeing more people open up about it and kind of just being like, wow, this is real. And this is something that we kind of forget about, which is so crazy to me because mental health is something that is like a necessity, um, to our well being. But yet it's like, when you think about mental health, like I, I used to think about like physical health and, you know, all those other things and then mental health, but no mental health is up right up there. Um, if not the most important thing. And so I think that, yeah, just kind of, Seeing the people around me be real and open and surrounding myself with those types of people really allowed me to be comfortable with my mental health. And there was a point where I did not like talking about mental health either. I I did not like talking about my journey and it was um, something that kind of felt shameful to me. But being able to be surrounded by friends and family, yeah, my mom is really really great with mental health and is really, I feel very comfortable going to her. And so, yeah, just being able to be around people who allow you to sit with it, I think is so important while the other person might not open up to you. That's okay. As long as you can sit there without judgment and, um, be 100% okay. I think that that is, can be really helpful.
0: There's something really, really special about having the type of relationship with someone where you can share your heart and share your struggles and it doesn't have to be all on you anymore. Like they they can help lighten your emotional burden, I guess, which sounds cheesy, but it's, it's so true. And I'm so glad that you found people that, that you can do that with and that you feel like you have the support from. I feel like that's such an essential thing
1: therapy is so needed for your mental health as well. And I think that I felt so ashamed about wanting to go to therapy when I was younger, I did not like it. And I felt just belittled. And it wasn't something I was comfortable with. But as I've gotten older, I've Realized that therapy is amazing and everyone, literally everyone, can use a little bit of therapy. At the University of Utah, there are free um, counseling services to students. And so, if you were a college student, I would look into that 100%. Because if you even just go once every few months, that can be so beneficial to your mental health. And I have found so much growth with therapy, and therapy is not and should not be something that makes you feel ashamed and makes you feel like something's wrong with you. You should feel like, yes, like, look at me. I am bettering myself. You know, like, it's just like, if you are sick, right. With the cold or the flu, you're going to go and take some medicine to help you feel better. So therapy can be completely the same thing.
0: Oh, I think that's so true. And as far as finding a place where you can relieve the loneliness and the the heaviness of the things you're dealing with, like, that's what therapy is for. That's what it's all about. So I think you're exactly right. And I, I think our generation's headed in the right direction. Like the fact that I was at school last week, and someone was like, Oh, I've got therapy this afternoon. Sorry, I can't hang out. And it's like, Yes, like, we can talk about it. Like, it's it, we can make it normal. And I think we as young people are really taking steps in that direction. And it makes me it makes me so happy. I would love to hear what advice you have for other teens, young people that are are trying to get better and, and especially for other girls who might be in similar situations to you and experiencing similar things. What, what advice would you give them?
1: So something that I found really helpful as I have gotten older is to just realize that sometimes you just have to take it one day at a time and don't put expectations on yourself I think that that can be super overwhelming for the mind. And I am still working on that every single day, but I think being able to take one day at a time and set small little goals for yourself, right? Don't overwhelm yourself. I started meditating during COVID and it was so, so beneficial for me, but I found that I got really burned out by meditation. And when I got burned out, I got guilty with myself because I was like, oh, but this is doing so good for me. And now I'm not doing it. And I and then I was just meditating just because, you know, so when I was really able to just take a step back and be like, "Okay, this isn't working for me and that's okay. We're going to try something else. So being open minded as well and again, surrounding yourself with like-minded people. I was really fortunate enough to have a best friend in high school who I could go to and who was so open with me and I could be so open with her. And if you're not quite at that, that's okay. But as long as you have a space that you feel comfortable, I think that that can be so, so helpful. And then also to just realize that your younger years, some things that happen may seem, you know, so big and so overwhelming, but to kind of take a deep breath when those things happen and to understand that, you know, life moves on. And is this going to really matter five years down the road, 10 years down the road? Is this worth me stressing about? And that's something that I have learned within the past years. I kind of, if I'm like spiraling and overthinking, I have to take a step back and go, is this worth me stressing out about? So kind of just be mindful with yourself, surround yourself with really good, open-minded people and create a open relationship with yourself. That can be really hard, but yeah, just to be honest with yourself and others, and that can create a really healthy bubble, I think.
0: I've definitely heard people talking about the whole, like being open and honest with others, but I want to hear more what you mean when you say being honest with yourself. I'm really curious about that. You've mentioned it a couple of times and it's, it's not like a phrase that I hear a lot. So I, I want to hear more about what that means to you.
1: Yeah. So being honest to me just kind of means to just face that hard stuff when you were trying to better yourself. Right. I think sometimes it can be really easy to think, oh, I don't need therapy. It's not that bad. My anxiety is saving me from this and this happening, you know, but being able to really sit with those thoughts and be like, wait, but why am I thinking this? And, you know, sometimes to realize that like our old thinking habits can be damaging and to accept that and to understand that, once you know better, you can do better, right? That's something that my mom has always told me and I, and I take with me every single day. So while sometimes you might think, oh, that, I, that was really damaging to me, or that might've been really damaging to others to understand, you know what, that is okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you, but now we can take that information and move forward. So again, just facing that hard stuff and that kind of looks different for everybody.
0: That's such a fantastic perspective to have. And it's such a hard place to get to. I think it's always easier to recognize stuff in other people than in yourself. And it's easy to kind of like lie to yourself like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm fine. Like, I'll fix it, blah, blah, blah. Really, like exactly what you said, being honest with yourself to the point of like, yes, I do need therapy. Yes, I do need to talk to somebody. Sometimes we kind of pretend that we don't need to take that step when we do. So I think what, what you said was absolutely perfect. Is there anything else you want to share or talk about as we're sort of reaching the end here? I just want those listening to know that
1: you are not alone. And I know it sounds so cliche, but seriously, there are so many people out there who understand you and you may not connect with them ever in your lifetime, but that's okay just to know within that there are other people out there and it seriously does get better. If you can get comfortable with being uncomfortable and taking those steps towards bettering your mental health and put that at the top of your list, things will definitely get better. And to the Black community and the Black girls in Utah, I I just want to tell you that You have a whole support group out there that is cheering for you and you just, you are amazing. And I know it might be hard to see and to feel, especially living in a state that is not as diverse, but to understand that you can use that diversity as a tool and you can use it as a weapon to just take off in life and inspire other people and just be another leader in the black community because we need it right now and not just in the black community but in the whole entire state and just america in general because we need leaders and yeah we need people to just be okay with who they are and like i said take it one day at a time